you or a loved one has had thoughts of self-harm, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. So you know how to drive it. You don't know how to fix it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I drive a car, but I don't know how to fight. I don't, you know, I don't change the oil. Yeah. Well, that, that would be me with any fucking car. I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to cars, man. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> and so it's like, I can, I can touch the gas pedal. I can back out of a driveway. You know, I can drive a car, but when it comes to like car repair and like all that other good shit, I don't know anything. To another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. Look into my eyes, and it's easy to see. One and one make two, and two and one make three. It's your boy, the King of Bong Style, Jim Vicious, joined as always by Sir Robert of Blades, Mr. Bobby Fucking Blades. We are back. We survived Cinco de Mayo. This is episode ninety, by the way. Yeah, that's that's like a fucking milestone right there. It is 90 fucking episodes. Holy balls. We even survived Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) When you said it, I just like envisioned Mexicans chasing around fucking white people. (laughs) With torches and shit. Yeah. Well, for my... Gardening equipment. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking lawnmowers and shit, right? (laughs) That's racist. (laughs) Vete aquí, cabrón. <laughs> I'm going to give you a fucking haircut. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, shit, we're back talking shit. Growing old gracefully as metal men in this world. Fuck. Welcome to church. Um, let's get into some shit. I feel like we had something to discuss about previous, but we had an episode last week, so we're good. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Um... Things to talk about this week. I mean, I just have some topics that I just jotted down over the week. Death metal logos. Some band is coming to a city near me, and friends of mine who are also in death metal bands are very excited about it. Who is this band? I don't know. Because (laughs) I cannot read. Their logo is... Bro, it's not even like... That's what I asked on Facebook this week. I'm like, are these bands fucking trolling? Like, you've got to be trolling at this point. I think With these the- fucking logos. I implore <laughs> any human being on the planet to fucking name these things. It's impossible. There's no fucking idea. Like, some of them, there's not even... I don't even see a letter, dude. Much less a band name. 
I think that's the new way of like brutal death metal logos. Just a um, bunch of squiggly lines and illegible text. Um, it's like, if you know, you know. I guess. Is that the deal? Maybe. I've never been good at reading like the really... I mean, suffocation, of course. Like, you could read that because it's just text with, like, spines on it and shit. Or even deicide. But I, I think the death metal logos have evolved into something that's illegible now. Ooh, I would challenge I would challenge the usage of the word evolved. I would say devil. <laughs> now it's just, like, pictograms and shit. Dude, it, it's, it's fucking chaos, man. It, it's legit chaos. And I... I Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe that's why only five fucking people like death metal anymore. <laughs> or maybe they like it because you're not supposed to be able to read the logo. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, check out this new band. I don't know the name, but it's fucking awesome. Squiggly lines, dude. My favorite band. <laughs> it looks like somebody vomited up their soup. It's a complete opposite of what it should be. The idea, the whole point of a logo is something that, you know, looks good, but is also recognizable. When you look at it, yeah. you fucking know what it is right. without even reading it. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, hey, that's, uh, that's this band here. Fucking. I could show you logos of with the words taken out. You know exactly what it is, right? That mm -hmm. is successful branding. Yeah. It'd be like if Burger King had a fucking sign that where you couldn't read Burger King and it was just this squiggly fucking nonsense. <laughs> it's insanity. No one would do that. Yeah, you probably Except for fucking that. like grind death metal bands. <laughs> and like we have friends too, you know, like uh, Maul, uh, the boys in Gorgatron. Good logos. Readable fucking logos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can read them. Like even Glutton and fucking Nate's band Apothic. I mean, you, yeah, can, you can fucking yeah. read I'm those. I have no problem with that kind of shit when I was saying like death metal low because I like that shit. We, we fucking have been working on a SCL fucking one forever. Oh shit, I can't wait to see that. This is a, it's a, this is a Suplex City Limits death metal shirt. And it, like, I love that shit. But when it's just complete nonsense, and I'm not even. This shit's not even on the fence, man. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, no person can read that. I'm trying then, to figure the out... the point, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the band that you're talking about, but I... Um... Me, I can't. Let's see. Would I know what? them, or are they just kind of local? Nah, they're a bigger band, because they're coming through, and everybody's, like, excited about it. Um, here, let me <clears> see... <throat> My friend is in the band Mall. Uh, who's a great band? You should check them out. Oh, I fucking from, love them. From Fargo. I didn't mean you. I meant everybody. Oh, I thought but you were yeah. talking to me. I mean, you know, anybody. <laughs> talking to you, motherfucker. Um, like, when I think of illegible death metal logos, I'm thinking of, like, Sanguish, Sugabog, fucking, um, Undeath. Like, the only reason I know their logo is because I can barely make it out. They're a fucking awesome band from New York. Um, oh, that's who... Wait, what the fuck one did you say? Uh, Sanguish Sugabog, I believe. I think I think that's yeah, how Yeah, you... yeah, that's who it is. Oh, it is. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's who it is. Yeah you, First can, off... yeah, you can't read their logo, man. Don't even try. 
That's a fucking, that's a goddamn joke then. <laughs> and also, like, that name is fucking stupid too. I'm yeah, sorry. They're a fucking awesome death metal band though. Like, they better be from, they better be from fucking Morocco or some shit if that's their fucking name. Like, is that some kind of a demonic name or some shit from, like, the Lesser Key of Solomon? I don't know. It's fucking crazy shit. I don't know. Who the fuck are they? I mean, <clears throat> Where did they get their name? Latin for bloodsucker. Oh, it's Latin for bloodsucker. Okay. Uh Wow, that's a really long fucking name. Too many syllables. Oh, some dude. Is there a guy whose name is Boggs? Mm. Boggs' stage name in their short-lived black metal band was that, whatever it is. Latin for bloodsucker. After learning that bog is British slang for toilet, he decided to combine <laughs> the two for this project. Like a, oh. It's like a blood-sucking toilet. Okay. Wow. Why not just be blood-sucking blood toilet? <laughs> we are blood-sucking toilet. We are blood-sucking toilet. At least people know what it is. Yeah. I just thought it was like some kind of demonic name because it, it sounds like a fucking Beelzebub kind of thing, you know? But interesting, yeah. And I don't know what they're, you know, I don't know anything about them or, you know, I assume what their music is like, (laughs) but I don't know. It's fucking brutal death metal. I I think you would call it slam. Yeah. And I mean, they like play into it, it seems like. I'm looking at their their Facebook page. It looks like they kind of play into the logo thing but that's that's goddamn madness dude let me just <laughs> I had to scroll around and find a post from the venue where it had him tagged so I could figure out who it is also cruelty I don't know the K okay vomit forth and the gates to hell vomit forth is another good death metal band how the fuck are these bands on tour I'd love to know the business of it man Somebody please tell me this. Because <laughs> they're out there. Our boys are out there. They just toured all over the fucking... Isn't Gorgatron's going to Europe? Or did they yeah, do that Yeah, I think they're going back on tour. From the post that I've seen, anyhow. It's like, like in Europe. Yeah, who was who was selling their guitars to so before they go on tour? Like, which... Was that the drummer or... No, okay. guitar player. Okay. Yeah, so... Mm. Interesting is yeah i know another another friend who was in a band that went and played europe and they said it i mean there was moments of it that were cool where you'd play in cool places and shit like that but a lot of it was just fucking awful you'd show up to some place and the show was poorly promoted if at all and it would be unsuccessful and they just like fuck around trying to get your money from people who don't even speak english and it's like dude get the fuck out of here well like how deep in europe were they I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking like, you know, maybe all the English-speaking parts of Europe, and, you know, not the not the other parts where you can't understand what anybody's saying or if they're fucking cheating you out of something. I don't know, man. I did. I could imagine. But anyway, it's <laughs> <laughs> just so dumb. <laughs> so dumb that fucking name. Like, not even. I mean, if you better be able to hand it to your mom and be like, hey, what does this say? She should be able to read it, okay? 
If not, you've lost completely what the idea of a logo is supposed to be. Uh, maybe that's like the the whole thing. Like since they're leaning heavily into like into the character, they're you know they're going full Monty on the entire thing. So even the logo is like supposed to be this big ass troll, maybe. That's what I was asking. Are these bands trolling? None of our death metal friends commented or reacted or anything. Oh, okay. I was like, really? Are you mad, dude? I don't know if they are. I hope not. I assume not. But like one of them to say something would have been, you know, interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a little out of control. I think they all know I was talking about it in reference to that band. Oh, okay. Because now I realize that, yes, in fact, that is like the, when people talk about stupid band logos that band is the band everyone talks you mentioned it for fuck's sake everything is perfect <laughs> that's like one of the two of the only bands that i could think of will with illegible fucking fonts or whatever you want to call it there's a lot more than two but that's probably the worst one yeah <clears throat> so you know them based on their logo is unreadable completely. Yeah. You don't know how to pronounce their name. <laughs> it's, it's like, are you fucking serious, dude? At least if you were fucking vampire toilet. <laughs> oh, that's people good. would be I like, like I would be interested to see if I saw bands like, oh, vampire toilet. What does that sound like? You know? Vampire toilet. At least if someone heard it, they'd be like, Oh, I heard this band today, Vampire Toilet, is the worst band I've ever heard. You know, even if it's that way, they, they at least remember your name. Yeah. Sonomog is Nagabog. <laughs> but it is hard to pronounce. It's like I never know if I'm correct in the pronunciation of that name, so I just kind of go with it. <laughs> we learned that, dude. We kind of <laughs> learned that, and I, I think it's, uh, you know, a terrible <laughs> expose on our education system in this country, but... We were, I was in a band called Omnipotent Belligerence from 2000 to 2005. Uh, and, you know, whatever. We did some shit around here. People, it was, a you know, in this area, as far as underground bands, we were a thing. But, dude, you wouldn't believe how many people would be, like, not idiot, not able to remember it. They don't know how to say omnipotent. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be Seriously. fair, it is a lot of syllables. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like that. That came organically, though. We were at a we were at a demolition derby, <laughs> and uh, had snuck in like bottles of Crown and shit, like a bunch of booze. We fucking shit faced, and just kind of like just in general, just being fucking ram, you know, rowdy. And one of my buddies is just like dude, the omnipotent belligerence. <laughs> And then, and that's what we became as well. Because at that time we were all fucking just pricks. That was like our whole fucking thing. Uh, our belligerence is omnipotent. Pricks to people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, people don't know how to say omnipotence or belligerence <laughs> or spell it. I mean, good luck, dude. You play some fucking show. Like, good luck to spell that shit. Right? They call you impotent, uh, impotent belligerence, or you know, some other. Uh, we always, uh, <laughs> we always say the om omnipotent Belgian dance. <laughs> omnipotent Belgian dancers. Yeah, people would say omnipotent. <laughs> you know, it's funny because as a teenager, I used to say omnipotent as omnipotent. So I, I can see where that comes from. Yeah. My mother 
He's texting me. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, my mother calls it omnipotent. She texts me, like, just trying to get me to come to her house. And I don't want to go ever, and I don't go. Doesn't she text we, you every weekend to do that, to come over? She texted me always, every time I do a show, even though I do them at the same time. Oh, okay. You know? I was been gauging that lately, you know, there's that... You, you know that someday you're gonna your parents won't be there right and you know that you should you know do more now right obviously yeah but yet I still can't I still don't and I but I know it and I see it and it's weird you're being belligerent about it <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> that looks like 20 minutes away oh that's not too go. bad it's for here. <laughs> Twenty minutes, man. That's like nothing. probably 20, 25 minutes, and it's like you got to go on the interstate, you got to go on the highway. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I hate highway driving. I mean, if it's like you could take back roads and be there in like 20 this is like minutes. a single lane highway too. You got to cross a river. How the oh. fuck is that even possible? A single lane highway? Well, like a double lane. I mean, you know, single each direction. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at like a one-way fucking road where you can't pass other cars and shit. Yeah. And I know I probably sound like a piece of shit about that, but like, I feel like there's no time for anything, man. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. just feel like there's no time. The older and I get, to the do more anything I, do I don't want to do, like 100%, just... Mm. Yep. What were you saying? The older you get? Yeah, the older I get, the more I feel that way. Like, there's not enough time to do the shit that I want to do. It feels like, you know, we've got 24 hours in a day, but the days seem so much more compressed than when we were younger. <laughs> I thought we had all well, the time. Well, he was here, right? I guess that's that old adage that, you know, time is like a roll of toilet paper. It goes really, you know, it goes faster and faster the closer you get to the end. Yeah, shit. You know? I guess so. But by the time I get off work, you know, people are like, oh this or that anything really like dude i get off work i just like i want to come home and take a nap that's my routine yeah and so i come i get off work and i'm like oh my fuck and i take a nap i wake up i eat dinner hang out with my lady a little bit and i'm like by the you know they know all of a sudden you're like it's like eight o'clock it's nine o'clock you know mm-hmm. it's like what the fuck it's man like, I'm fucking tired so like the weekends too i woke up like ate lunch did some work from home now i'm doing this podcast and I'll finish this podcast, and an hour later, my lady will be home, and like we eat groceries, and like, like my fucking Saturday is almost over already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before you know it, it'll be Fine. Monday. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to. I just want to fucking take naps and play Xbox, <laughs> play play Steam Deck. Yeah, and play bass. I laid in bed last night. Her girlfriend wakes up, it's like 2 a.m. I'm playing Super Mario RPG on <laughs> Steam Deck in bed, like, hi. It's like, what are you doing still awake? I'm trying to, like, push the fucking pipe, like, away, because, like, I don't want her to know that I'm, like, laying in bed smoking <laughs> 2 a.m. while she's, like, she's going to wake up at 5 for work. I'm like, oh. It's like, are you getting high playing video games again? Oh, she doesn't care. Oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. And playing fucking Slap of the Bees. We were kind of talked beforehand, but we were going to get more into just like what playing wise, I was talking to you about that. I have my bass sitting there. Um, 
I was like, I'm trying to think of like everything about it now, and I'm like baked. I didn't think of it at the time. You said you were it's Marcus. Playing... It's a Marcus Miller four-string jazz bass. It's a complete rip of, you know, a Fender '70s jazz bass, but new and cheaper than a Fender. And I would say just as good as uh, some lower end ones. But anyway, there's that sitting there. And then there's my uh, Cerberus guitars, fucking baritone. And when I go to play an instrument, they're sitting right next to each other. And I just, I always end up on the bass, man. Like I go over there and I'm like, uh, and it just ends up bass. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing bass this week. I've learned, uh, I've been kind of like playing along, learning shit. I learned, uh, I forget the name of this. The song doesn't named after the thing, but I learned that song by the Cardigans on bass. Who the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. I know who the Cardigans Love Fool? <laughs> That's the name of the song, Love Fool. Okay. Say that you love me, fool me. And didn't you say you were playing a Metallica song on the bass? Yeah, I learned, uh, I was fucking around with, uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls, which I never have until the other day. <laughs> Actually, I was like, I never even thought about trying to play that. Boom, it's pretty cool. Tolls. You know, that's kind of like the, the analogy of the toilet paper. Time marches never, on and all that, you know? I've never really paid attention that much to the bass on that, but it's pretty cool, actually. There's hey, parts where you're using, like, all four strings at once. Oh, shit. That's Cliff Burton for you, man. Fucking yeah. Like open, uh, open on the E, and everything else is like a fucking power chord on it. Like <laughs> boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, bam. Like that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that and the other of Fallout Boy, song off their new record. Really sweet little bass line. I've been really trying to. I'm stuck on this one. I, I'm trying to learn this is Miley Cyrus song. <laughs> Wrecking Ball. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, flowers. Okay, I don't know that one. It's a new, I think it's a newer Miley Cyrus song. And uh, it's just got this bass line, dude. And it's just like, that's the thing that is so cool. I mean, about bass more than kind of other instruments is like, there are cool bass lines hiding everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like in those songs, that's why I think it's interesting. It's like, you'll never know. You never know where you'll find a cool bass line because it could be any fucking where, dude. Yeah, you kind of have to really listen and go searching for it. Like, they pop up in every kind of music almost. So that's pretty interesting. Whereas, like, a lot of things, there's not like, oh, there's a cool guitar riff, really. Not as I just feel like not as much as the bass, you know. But. That reminds me of the Megadeth song, Dawn Patrol, where it's uh, mostly entire bass. Like, Dave Ellison just plays the shit out of that. And it was like, and that's a sick fucking bass line right there. Yeah, Ellison plays bass like guitar. Yeah, he does. He's fucking... He's another mad genius. Yeah. I've never understood. I feel like if you're really good at guitar, you should be pretty good at bass once you <laughs> get the hang of what you need to do exactly to get it to sound right. And yeah. Because that's a lot of bass, too. I think it's getting used to the gauge of the strings because they're a lot fatter. And well, fuck yeah. Like, when I try to switch over to bass, it's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing anymore. Do you dainty guitar hands? That's what I noticed a lot when I see guitar players switch to bass is they don't, they have dainty guitar hands and they don't <laughs> like, you need to fucking, you know, bass is like a really, you got to kind of fucking give it the balls. Yeah. And I, they, 
and they're just not used to that. They play very guitar like on bass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, cuz I I've got thin fingers, so it's it's not like they're fucking sausages, you know. Sausages. <laughs> Sausage fingers? Would you like some bangers and mash? But that's why I'm doing. What have you been doing? Have you been playing some shit? Yeah, fucking let's see. Well, still messing with uh Metallica Blackened. Um and just like what was I? Oh yeah, I was uh, doing the intro riff to Holy Wars. But actually, then yesterday, I put my electric away and I grabbed my acoustic and I started playing Radiohead. <laughs> so I've been doing creep for like the past few hours. <laughs> Just the whole time playing the same song. It's like, but I'm a creep. <laughs> you know, trying out different strumming patterns and like all kinds of weird shit. It's pretty good shit. Yeah, I haven't Good been given my playing. acoustic as much love as I've been given like the electric guitars, you know. And I find where I can't even get myself to like play any of my guitars, much less like some of the other ones that just kind of like I have a Jackson standard tune one that's like <laughs> that thing is like if I'm gonna play a guitar, it's probably the new, newer baritone one. So like <laughs> some of these, I, I don't even know if I should have them anymore. I weep for your Jackson. I know. How much time am I going to play these things? You know, it's like very seldom where I'm like, I want to play a guitar because I don't really like standard tuning guitar. Well, you could rotate the days. Like, you know, you play your Cerberus one day, play the Jackson another day, play bass the next day. You know, just keep keep it in rotation. That's a good call. That's a good call. I should probably do that. Uh, some guy was trying to sell me his PV rotor this week, and I was like, "Now is that a guitar? Because it sounds like group. an amp. It's a guitar. Oh, okay. it's a guitar I've wanted for a long time, right. and I should have got one like years ago when they were cheaper. And now for some reason they're not. They're not great guitars. <laughs> they just look really cool. What do they play and like the, shit? Or like, no, they're, but they're just like cheap. You know, they're cheaper guitars. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh. Someone in the group was looking for one, a specific one. I was like, well, I'm interested in any other one. And some guy messaged me. I posted, but I didn't message him back. So I'm like, I talked myself out of it before I did. Oh, shit. Like, I don't need a fucking another guitar. <laughs> I already don't play my other ones that much. <laughs> well, get rid of the one that you play the least and trade it for, like, the PV. I don't want to get rid of that shit because, like, I don't. You know, you never know, right? If you're ever, if I'm ever going to start a band or something, you never know what you're going to be doing. Yeah, when you I don't know if, you'll it, yeah. if we have a way better bass player that only play guitar. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You never. And know you need a standard and a, you know, I got a standard, a uh, low like a fucking B, and then like the other one, I haven't even done. Cerberus, I got it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make it like a super gent fucking, but I didn't never even change the strings that are on it. You gotta take that to a fucking luthier, man. Go to somebody who knows what's up. going on. I don't know how to adjust shit on guitars. I don't want to learn. Man, just go to YouTube University. They got like tons of classes there. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. I don't want to learn. There's oh, a lot you, of like I don't. I don't want to learn things. Oh, a lot of things. Okay. Like, I don't know how. People are like, oh, didn't you just know? like, no, no. I don't, like, don't, don't even I don't tell me. Learn. <laughs> don't tell me I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to learn. See, my I thing is... I don't have is, any tools for a guitar. I don't have to get tools. 
I have to, you know, get all this fucking bullshit. Well, when you buy a new guitar, they usually come with like all the truss rod. I mean, not the truss rod, the fucking hex wrenches. Right. Yeah. Yes. So it's like I, I don't know. I would rather not spend money on getting it set up and try to learn how to do the setup myself. But that's me. It came from them direct, you know, not from the factory. It came from them, so they get them, they QC them. Mm-hmm. So when I got it, it play. I mean, it was I don't know why the fuck it was in standard. I'm like, okay. But uh, it's set up fine. The setup on it's—I mean, a lot of things too. Unless it's like really out of whack, I don't fucking. I just play guitar, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just work here. Exactly. <laughs> now, yeah. for me to liken myself to this is a bit of a stretch. Well, it's a lot of a stretch. Okay, this is a, this is a lot of a stretch, but I think that the relation makes sense. Right, like a race car driver, not a mechanic. Oh yeah. I can see that. <laughs> it's like, you know how to drive it. You don't know how to fix it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I drive a car, but I don't know how to fight. I don't, you know, I don't change the oil. Yeah. Well, that that would be me with any fucking car. I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to cars, man. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, I can, I can touch the gas pedal. I can back out of a driveway. You know, I can drive a car. But when it comes to like car repair and like all that other good shit, I don't know anything. I don't know shit about fuck. That's great. <laughs> I love it. I don't know shit about fuck. Good call. Um, other things. This is a couple of weeks old now, but uh, Knocked Loose played Coachella. I don't know the background of this, how this happened, because Coachella's like pop bands and EDM and all of these types of things and somehow knock loose is on it and they're like the only even remotely close to metal thing on there are they a new metal and band knock loose yeah like i no dude they're like a hardcore band heavy as fuck man like i depends what you consider like something to be heavy but to me like riff wise i hate their vocalist okay hate's a strong word <laughs> i dislike their vocalist his tone is very samey and high and just like kind of annoying but the riffs and knock loose shit crush okay i've heard the name but i don't think i've ever actually heard the songs <laughs> they're a pretty popular band but they played coachella and uh you know i don't know what you'd expect from the reaction i would expect like people to be like what the fuck people went crazy oh shit yeah coachella like, isn't that like fucking a- pop and shit and Knocked Loose is just crushing them, and they're fucking, they're all there for it. Yeah, when I think of Coachella, it's like rich, white people. It is. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out it's in the It's rich, white stuff. fucking yeah. people who there to see, like, fucking pop bands and shit. Right, or fucking use their glow sticks with... <laughs> they're there to see fucking Tyler, the Creator, or some fucking <laughs> weird shit. Fucking <laughs> Kanye West, I don't know. In the past, I'm sure he's played there. Yeah, I wonder if like Kanye West would ever be able to play Coachella again. No. (laughs) No, I am sure not. Uh, But anyway, that was pretty cool. Um, Scowl, maybe that was like a metal band, I guess. That was from Metal Injection. And dude, the craziest thing, you see Knocked Loose fucking blasting on stage. And what do you see right off there? There's footage from backstage. What do you see off stage? Billie Eilish over there fucking jamming. <laughs> <laughs> serious, man. Oh, man. 
That's great. Yep. Now I do like I do like me some Billie Eilish songs. Bro, there are some I was gonna ones. I was gonna let it go without having to admit it, but uh. <laughs> I I got to admit it. I mean, I may lose some Metal Street cred, but yeah, you know, I, yeah. I'm I'm kind of into a few of them songs. They're, they're weird as fuck, and that's why I like them. I had a dream. I got everything I wanted. <laughs> yeah, this, this motherfucker knows the words. Island, <laughs> I don't even know the words. I just know I like some of the songs. <laughs> oh, dude. You went hard in the paint with that shit. You went balls deep. Shout out to Klondike Bill. Dude, what happened to that guy? Uh, he's still around. I was just, uh, me and Bobby were texting him a couple days ago, I think. I think an SEL fell out of his favor at some point. We said something or did something. No, I don't think so. He never said anything bad about y'all. Hmm. I don't know. I just like sometimes people are around and then they're not. And I just figure it's me. You know? Well, he's kind of uh, got himself off the Internet. I mean, he's still on Twitter, but he's not on Facebook or any, any of the other social media. Yeah. Well, I hope he's well. I hope you're well, sir. If you hear my voice. But I know, like, people go in um, cycles yeah. with podcasts, too, where, like, people listen to a podcast long enough and then they hate the person. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. or are you just, like, the shows where it's, like, I used to listen to it, but I just, I don't anymore, you know? Like, yeah. you just kind of move on, so. Like, didn't that we do that? happens with people, you know, people who are, like, on our Patreon and stuff. Yeah. Like, OG people, and, like, now I don't know where they're at. Maybe they're off Twitter. Maybe they still listen. You know, I don't know. But maybe they just moved on, you know, and that's it. So. Right. I think we did that with, like, both of us. Like, you had got me into, like, the, all of the YMA stuff, and then I was listening to Two Bears a lot, and then you, you dropped off, and then I was like, ah, this is kind of annoying. I can't take this anymore. And so well, I Bert dropped Kreischer, off. Burt Kreischer, there's a whole fucking undercurrent of people in the world, too, who liked Burt Kreischer, and then now have just been, like, gone the complete other way by hearing him on podcasts. Yeah, I think it's the like too much of a good thing aspect where it's like, you know, he's he's hilarious, but it's just like too much uh, every week. It's like this. It's too much, man. Yeah, he would be hard for me to be a friend with him like Tom Segura is, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you guys came up together, I think you would probably be the best friends like he and Tom. But if you yeah. just met him now, you probably wouldn't you wouldn't be able right. to handle him. But anyway. Um, my two Billie Eilish recommendations for for everybody is Everything I Wanted, which I gave you a little taste of there. Fucking great, dude. And uh, No Time to Die, which is actually from the Bond film. That song is fucking... She's always whisper singing, man. And it's crazy. Like, she doesn't ever, like, belt. You, know, you ever hear her belt something? It doesn't happen. No, I, I think she's more, like, kind of... Uh... Marilyn Manson style when he's doing like that whole you know just like that whole kind of singing style and she's almost like whispering the whole time it's so fucking like soft and light you know yeah it's just crazy I bet those you two the, fucking songs though those two <laughs> songs are my favorite ones uh I like bad guy <laughs> yeah bad guy is good too and uh there's another one where it was a video of like a, a I think this was all from her first album, but the, it was a video of, of like an angel walking through tar and shit. And I was like, this is this is weird and it's fucking amazing. I love it, but I don't know yeah. the name of the song. 
Yeah, man, it was like, there's a lot of pop people that come along that I fucking get into. Like, if they break the mold, sort of, you know, like she kind of, I didn't think we we're going to be here putting over Billie Eilish today. But here <laughs> no, we are. no, I definitely did not expect that. But she's original, man. She's not, you know, she's not like a copy paste fucking pop star girl. You know, it's like they made the music with like the early shit anyway with her brother right. in like a fucking bedroom and like that shit's that's cool and she's got her own fucking thing going on. Another one, I watched uh, the last episode of Carpool Karaoke because the Late Late Show's going off the air because oh, James cool. Corden quit. He's moving on anyway. Carpool Karaoke's are fucking great, and uh, Adele was the last one, and I was like, I fucking love Adele, man. Like a lot of her shit is fucking good. What do you think about Lady Gaga's early work? <laughs> <laughs> I like a lot of that shit too, man. I know. Because Lady Gaga was another one where she came along and she's just weird and does yeah. her own thing. And, and she's fucking talented, man. I mean, she composes her own shit. I mean, it's not like she's got... Well, I'm sure she has like some people ghostwriting shit for her. But she actually created all of that stuff that she was doing. And she can play. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen the various things about her, and yeah, it's very. She's really good, man. Yeah, and of course she's weirdo, and I've seen like super stuff of her like being like super pretentious and like you know whatever. But I mean, as far as pop shit goes, you know, she's not Taylor Swift. She's not fucking. You know, Taylor Swift like is different because she wrote her own shit. I don't like Taylor Swift, but whatever. She wrote a lot of her own songs, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who out there is like that now. The Britney Spears kind of, you know, Christina Aguilera yeah. made in a fucking factory type fucking singer. Well, speaking of Britney, man, she's fucking gone completely off. Did you see that post on Instagram where she just like takes a picture of her tits? She does? It's not like she's wearing a shirt, but like you can see cleavage, but it's all it's all tit. The entire photo. I was like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, she does a lot of that shit in her Instagram. <laughs> I say go all the way, man. Yeah, starting OnlyFans. <laughs> fans the most successful OnlyFans of all time. <laughs> right, right. Who was that chick that made like a million dollars in a day on OnlyFans? Was that oh, uh, Bad, bad Barbie? Baby? Yeah, Bad Baby. I want to call her Bad Barbie. Bad Baby. But, but it's, yeah, it's Bad Baby. Uh, yeah, and she doesn't even get naked, and she made that much money. Mm. Yeah. Britney Spears and make a billion fucking dollars. Oh fuck yeah! I'm sure uh, she's got a lot decided of money. Look, she went in, and the courts decided she wasn't crazy, and then she gets on Instagram again, and she's like, "No, I'm totally crazy." <laughs> <laughs> she's she's off a fucking rocker, man. Yeah, you can see behind those eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other things I wanted to just kind of touch on before we rocked out. Um, Corey Taylor says Roadrunner Records didn't push his debut solo album and they didn't care. They quote didn't care. And it was funny because this was on Facebook. I saw this. And then uh, I went in the comments to leave my comment of like that album's just a piece of fucking shit. And you, you should want to be mad at somebody. Be mad that you don't have any friends that are real enough friends. To tell you that it sucks before you fucking put it out, you know. Was that the, and the album? The, where the comments, and it's just like, 
every comment is like, this album was fucking terrible. <laughs> you know, Ego Project. Like, dude, everybody should because it was a fucking horrendous album. Now, that's the album that, that looks like the fucking uh, title belt where it says CMFT. I think so. Okay. Yeah, that, that was awful. I did not like that album. Like, all, I mean, we talked about it a little bit at the time because it was like the music video for this first song came out and it's Corey Taylor. It's a terrible song. And it's Corey Taylor and he's got this like fringe jacket on. And like, you should have had a better friend to tell you not to even wear that fringe jacket. <laughs> If you were doing something and I was there and you were like, all right, man, this is like, I'm going to wear this jacket for the video. I'd be like, dude, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd be like, bro, I fringe, like that much fringe. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. And he That's like to think it through. And he put on he put Stone Sour on hiatus to go do that solo shit, man, which was like I don't know after the after the third album after the third Stone Sour album there I can get my words out now after that one I kind of fell off from them I was like eh it's not as good as it once was I'm not a big fan of much of their shit yeah um too, speaking of I didn't even plan to talk about this Dave Lombardo put out a record what yeah it just came out I knew it was coming because I heard about it and it's like it's on like What's his name's fucking label? Epicac? Epicac? I think so. What is that the name of the band? No, that's the name of the label. Oh, uh, what the fuck? It's what's his nuts' his fucking label. God, I'm so big, man. Like Epicac, the syrup that makes you vomit? Yeah, yeah, okay. from Faith No More. Oh, Dillard Mike, Mike Patton? Yeah, Mike Patton. I okay. think it's Mike Patton's label. But anyway, it's just, I was like, what? how does a drummer who doesn't write anything... <laughs> Well, that's what I was wondering about that solo, that fucking uh, Corpse Grinder album. Like, how does this guy have so? He don't write anything, bro. He doesn't even write his own lyrics. Who? Uh, Corpse Grinder. For Corpse, I don't think he does. Does he? Maybe he does now. I don't know. I actually, I think uh, fucking the guitarist and the drummer wrote a lot of the shit for corpse but yeah. I, I don't know he might have had a hand in it like it, it could have been co-written i think he does now but how do you do a solo album if you don't play anything maybe he did maybe he does i don't think he does so if you don't play something anything how do you do a solo record well i'm sure you just find minions to do like your <laughs> ideas so what does he like just play a drum a drum track and then he's like okay add some guitar to this add some bass Bro. to this that's what I thought. I was like, I was, I was, I was interested in. It. I'm like, how, what, how could this be a thing? What is this gonna be? Okay. No, it's just drums. Wait, it's a fucking solo album of all drums. Yeah, I skipped around a few songs and I'd fast forward. I'd go, you know, I started just drums. I move ahead, just drums. Weird effects on drums. Weird echo sounds on drums. <laughs> it's just drums. It's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, Who shit. the fuck is gonna listen to this? Aside from maybe drummers. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I, I was thinking, like, it's a drummer, multi-instrumentalist type thing who can <laughs> play guitar. <laughs> and just, like, no. he moves around all the instruments and just plays them and shit. No, I mean, I guess the deal was, like, he was just kind of doing it anyway. He was, like, just, and someone, I think Mike Patton heard it, or someone heard it and was like, oh, we should put these out, you know? Yeah, but without so any any kind of accompaniment, like, just straight-up drums with, like, effects... Yeah, just and just like 
It's on Spotify, check it out. <laughs> Let's have this be some kind of avant-garde fucking drum shit. Oh, man. I guess. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know about that. Uh, what's his nuts from the Eagles, right? He was the drummer. He did a solo fucking thing. Uh, the Boys of Summer with Don Henley. Don Henley's the drummer. I think he is. I'm not nearly positive he is. And it was all drums, too? Excuse me? It was all drums as well? No, Boys of Summer. Okay, yeah, I was wondering if, like, because yeah. I thought you song. were talking about all drums, like, and I'm just like, another guy did that? Holy shit. Yeah. Did you I know? I saw a black flag sticker on the catwalk. You saw what? Oh, no. There's a cover of, in the original, he says he sees a Grateful Dead sticker on a Cadillac, and that, remember that punk rock cover of Boys of Summer? I don't know who did it, but it's just, I mean... Ever been played a million billion times. Might have I been fucking me, love it. Me first in the Gimme Gimmies. They did a lot of covers of shit. Nah, it's not them. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, yeah, they switched it to. I saw Black Flag sticker on a Cadillac. Oh well, that's a that's like a hundred times better because Grateful Dead is garbage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hot take. Hot take. Corey Taylor's album is fucking shitty. Um, I hope he saw that. You know, I hope that gets to him. I don't think that it gets will. like where he sees that like oh every single person is shitting on this thing. Maybe it was a bad album, and maybe I shouldn't have worn that stupid fringe jacket because I look like a pretentious cunt. Maybe I shouldn't have had the title belt as my cover. <laughs> yeah, well, it's <laughs> like a bedazzled fucking title belt to CMFT. That's all I could think yeah. of. Like he he won a wrestling match and got that shit. He's um, a big wrestling fan. Oh, he is? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay. Well, there you have so it. So they used, like... That's probably the reason NXT, why. NXT TV show had uh, Unsainted as, like, the theme song for a while and shit. Huh. Because he likes wrestling and Paul Levesque likes... Uh, yeah, but I mean... Uh, I don't know. Like, Slipknot Corey is different from, like, Corey Corey. Kind of. Sure. I think the guy's a great singer. That's the thing that's funny about that shitty solo album is I think he's great. I think he's one of the best ones out there as far as, like, I feel like that dude could do anything. Without you know? a doubt, he can, yeah. He could be, do vocals in a fucking death metal band or a grind band or a hardcore band or he can sing acoustic fucking songs. I mean, the guy is, like, super versatile. Yeah, he is. Like, did you hear his cover of Wicked Game? I mean, that shit is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, at Stone Sour had a couple of like cover albums they did, and those were really good. Oh yeah, the Straight Out of Burbank, or yeah, the Burbank, once, or whatever. Once the fuck. in a while in Burbank, uh, some some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, they did an Alice in Chains cover, Metallica, fucking yeah, lots of good shit there, man. I don't know, but with his solo, I guess he wanted to go like pop country. It almost sounds like it's so country, but it's not the good kind of country. Just dumb. Yeah, I, I don't know. What, um, I don't know how to feel about that. And what's one other thing, man? I was on Facebook last weekend, I guess. At, right after we finished the show, I saw it and I was like, "Fuck, would have been great for OGMC." I saw a picture my friend posted of his daughter's first Holy Communion, <laughs> and it fucking disturbed me. She's dressed like a little. They're dressed like little brides. What, like they got the veil and shit? Like they have, they 
the shit they wear for first communion, like Google First Communion dress <laughs> or something. Well, that's probably oh, shit. maybe do an incognito. I'm gonna, gonna get put on a watch list because of this. <laughs> <laughs> dress like they're dressed like brides, dude. It's so fucking weird, dude. Like I just that shit is so bonkers to me, man. Like we'll dress up like a little girls, like brides. You're we'll married. Give them this fucking Jesus. stupid wafer this in the is... mouth and shit. So dumb. This is really disturbing. I never knew that. You're married to the Lord now. Exactly. <laughs> what? Exactly. The I bet fuck? if you said that to a religious person, that's that's the response they would give. That's what other thing I was thinking about. If I went to one of those people and was like, "Dude, why are they dressed like brides?" Yeah, it. It, that's definitely a fucking bridal dress for like little humans. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get off this page now because that's really disturbing. <laughs> you've, you've taken somebody who trusts you, you know, basically to, I mean, unless proven wrong, to believe anything you tell them. Yeah. And you take them and you fill their fucking mind that is not capable of anything and you fill them full of shit and you put them through this process and you make them do these things. So that makes... I can say this. Let me tell you this. As somebody who had a first Holy Communion, okay? It's fucking crazy, man. Drop the knowledge. Did you have to dress in a in a tuxedo like, you know, because you were getting married to the Lord too? I had to get, I had to wear a wedding dress. <laughs> no, you had to wear a fucking suit. Yeah, like a black suit, you know? Oh, a black shit. suit with a white shirt and a black tie. Yeah, so you, you got your ass married to the Lord, too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> my grandparents tried so hard with my me and my brother, you know? And my, my dad would, like, half-ass kind of try here and there to keep up appearances. He had to keep up appearances with them, you know? And yeah. then, but it never didn't work on both, either of us, you know? I went to a Catholic school for first and second grade. These kids are tiny, too. They're, like, second grade. Yeah, you gotta get them. You gotta start them off when they're really fucking young, and, and it's like they're they're looking to you for everything, pretty much. I know it's a terrible thing to say, but hey, this is a terrible world. I just think it's crazy, man. <clears throat> I've never seen. That's that why thing. I say, like, you know, people want to make this distinction of with like trans kids. I didn't expect to get into shit like this, but here we are. Um, here we you go. know where. Well, I'm fine with trans people and shit, but maybe don't let your fucking, you know, 11-year-old cut their dick off, okay? You know, and people have that argument. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Well, you have whatever argument you want. But if people are allowed to do this shit to their kids, then <laughs> what's the, you know, who fucking cares? If you can do that shit to a kid, if you can, like, train them from birth and brainwash them to believe in fucking <laughs> religious things, then... Yep. If, why can't you cut their dick off if you want to? They're your kids. That's kind of like two wrongs making it right, though. That you <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. How is that not? I mean, I'm not saying. Obviously, that's what you do with kids, right? You teach them what you want. I'm not saying yeah. you have to ban. You can't ban people from it. I'm just saying, like, that's a crazy thing that happens, and I think it's weird. These are like seven-year-old, six-year-old. I don't know how old kids are. Little fucking kids, second grade age kids, girls dressed up like in fucking bridal gowns mm -hmm. to get a fucking ceremonial wafer and fucking drink that represent the, the body and, and fucking blood 
of a fucking magician from <laughs> two thousand years ago. Two thousand right? years ago. Yeah. Man. Oh man. What? Well, I would say that's equally as bad. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. You just don't do that shit. Like, if your kid, like, say you've got, say you've got a kid. And it's a boy, and it's and your your boy tells you that it's a girl. It's like fine, whatever. You know, you humor them, and but you don't actually feed into that shit and be like, okay, you're a girl now. Oh, my kid is trans, and it's the same thing with like um, your kid being married to Jesus, like that whole thing. Where it's like, you know, you can believe, tell them, yeah, you can believe that in this fantasy, but like you're gonna grow up, and one of these days, you're, you're not gonna have the same kind of thinking or beliefs that you do because you you gotta slap them with reality a little bit you know um that's I mean, what i would do but i'm not nobody's father so. my friend and his wife obviously believe those things hard enough to do it to their kids <laughs> see that's awful man i would not want to indoctrinate they send their kids to a private school they have like fucking a bunch of kids like more kids than you should have and like private christian <laughs> school right yeah yeah, yeah. I talk about them all the time on this show. <laughs> They're going to listen to get, the... That's what you get for not listening to my book. <laughs> I told you you had to listen. That's like anybody on Facebook, because I talk about like all kinds of people. I talk about my old friend. I just like, I'm talking about everybody all the time. And it's like, if you don't listen, then uh, that's your own fucking problem. We're all listening. Everyone else is listening to me talk about you. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like you're saying their names and shit. No, exactly. But if they listen, there's a lot of people on my Facebook. If they listen to this show, they'd probably have something to say to me about it. Holy shit, you! I can't believe you talked about me <laughs> last week. I, heard you I have more kids than anyone should have. Well, <laughs> you, you do. I'll give you two. Oh, Three? Shit. Like, two these days, I'd say, would be acceptable. What are you going to do? Start a fucking farm? You've got so many goddamn kids. Exactly, dude. <laughs> no, that's how they're taking over. That's why things are going backward. That's... I'm telling you, that's why we've regressed from where we were. That's why we're closer to fascism and farther away from freedoms that we look for, man. It's just because he had five kids that he sent to a private Christian school. And he's brainwashed and dressed up like child brides and gave ceremonial wafers to and blood of a fucking magician from 2000 years ago. So he made five of those. How many on the other side did I make? Zero. How many did you make? Zero. How many do a lot of my fucking friends now, actually? A lot of friends who are just like dudes and shit who are 40, never been married, never had kids, mm -hmm. date exactly. around, live casually, just live by themselves and kind of bang broads on the side and <laughs> are perfectly happy with it. You know? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. how they're winning. That's my point. That's how they're winning. That's how every day we're like one step closer to this country becoming just a complete fucking Christian fascist society. Yeah, well, again, I take it back to like idiocracy and Mike Judge was on point because like the smart people were kind of holding off on having babies while all the like lesser intelligent people were just like fucking like rabbits and <laughs> popping out babies and everything. I'm not saying that your friend is stupid. I'm just saying like, you know, we're definitely different breeds. That's just like, why, dude? Like, nobody needs that much of you in this world. Like, how dare you? Like, you leave five? 
Gross, man. Humans are not an endangered species. Like, there's too many of us on the planet as it is. And <laughs> not to them. Dude, that's, look at Elon Musk. Look what he's saying. What is he you saying? Should have kids. You, should, you should have all these kids. Have tons. Elon Musk has like a shitload of kids. What does he and want he to have, like a child have, labor well, He wants farm? them to work in slaves in his fucking factory. That's what I was thinking, like child labor farms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, nah, man, Bill Gates was talking about like fucking uh, population control and people were getting on him. Cause, and I'm not saying I'm a fan of Bill Gates. I'm just saying I'm a fan of like not having Less as people. many humans. There's <laughs> <laughs> no need. You don't need five of you or six of you. Right, right. I think there's enough genetic diversity to go around for now for at least a few generations. Oh, yeah, man. We're just getting into the, the glory days of race mixing, you know? <laughs> oh, man. That's why I said, like, look at that fucking... All the crazy, like, beautiful fucking mixes of race people that there are out there. Yeah, but then yeah. there's a lot of purists out there who, who want to keep the bloodlines pure. They're like, no, you cannot marry or have sex outside of this race or that race. <laughs> and it's just like, whatever. Why don't we all just be like one people? Just like fuck each other until we're the same color and we have the same shape eyes and all that good stuff. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm down for it. Hey, I'm, I'm down, down with for that it. too. Yeah, you want to like show them? There's this uh, female wrestler, Mia Yim. You know that lady? That's oh, girl. yes. She's, she's but it's cool. like, I want to show her to racist and be like, look at this, man. <laughs> Beautiful Asian face. Like, black ass, dude. Like, an <laughs> Asian face, black ass. Like, are you fucking. She's hot as fuck, man. This is meant to be. Yeah. Like, all the like fucking hot as fuck mixed race women out there. So, Mia Yim is half black? Well, she's half black, half um, something. I apologize. I don't know. Yeah. It's like I watch a lot of these uh, shows, like the MTV Challenge shows, and they have people from Australia. And there's all these, like, you know, half white, half Asian girls who are just like, they're all just fucking smoking hot. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fucking Asians in Australia, man. Yeah. God damn. And they're, they're not full Asians. They're like uh, half Asian, like you said. Yeah. These cats have Australian accents, yeah. Like when I was a kid and the first time I saw a black person with an English accent, my mind was a fucking blown. <laughs> <What the? laughs> serious, man. It's like, whoa, there's black people in the UK? No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, like, and they have that accent. It blew me away. I was a little kid. I still remember that. Oh, shit. That's fucking funny. I love it. <laughs> because even in modern society, like, dude, there wasn't... You know, I talked about that when I was in elementary school. There was like one black kid in the whole elementary school. You know, like I grew up in a very white and indigenous fucking area. Now it's way more diverse than it used to be. But when I was a kid, well, like, like you listen to rap. See. So didn't you ever listen to Slick Rick and with his English <laughs> accent and everything? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I did. When was that? Slick Rick? I didn't I listened to a lot of Slick Rick. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. Slick Rick. He had like, I, I shouldn't have done it. And so many good songs. It's like, I can't but, even name them all. Yeah, I know the dude, but. But he had a, another guy that faked the English accent, which is uh, the rapper Dana Dane. And Dana Dane like kind of took on that persona of like rapping in an English accent. And it was funny because he wasn't English. 
whereas Slick Rick wasn't. I think I got it right. I don't know. Bobby Anthem will correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, that that's kind of the whole thing. And that's how I learned anyway that uh, black people could have English accents. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the act of First Holy Communion first uh, is a two-year process. Well, it takes two years. It begins in first grade and culminates at the end of second grade when the child has reached the age of seven. Fuck. So you got two years of indoctrination, like being crammed down your throat. That's beautiful, yeah. man. I love it. We need to do that more. <laughs> yeah. The body, this is the body and the blood of some fucking, some dude. Everyone should be Christian. Everyone should be Catholic Christian. Yeah, man. That, that would make this world a better place. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Uh, so that's a thing. Yeah, that's weird as fuck. I wish I could yeah. unsee that. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do, man? <sighs> I went through it. Like I said, I had no idea. You know, I, I don't fucking know. So did, did they kind of scare you with it? Like, if you don't do this, you're... You mean you're not accepting our Lord and Savior? And what do you mean if you don't do this? When you're seven, you just do. Oh, that's see, why it's at that age, well, man. Because I, I don't know. I questioned everything. I didn't want to do like anything like that. Even when it was like getting saved, you know, accepting Jesus as your personal Savior and all this. I was like, <laughs> why do I need that? You know, I questioned everything. And then yeah. they're like, oh, because you're. Your soul will burn for hell in eternity. I was like, holy fuck, sign me up. I don't want to go to hell. Uh, yeah, it's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do remember being young and thinking that it was nonsense, sitting there listening to a lot of it. Like, I was never religious. It never fooled me for a second. I mean, I know, but it's like when you're that age, you just do it because you have to do it. And like, what do you? Yeah, you got to make like, your... you're gonna need, We're going here. You're doing this thing. Okay make your caregivers happy right yeah it's just funny but why do that to your kids it's gonna resent you someday there's no way it takes on all of them no but they're getting better and better at brainwashing so uh let's do the hall of fame yes let's get the fuck out of here um i don't know how you've gone this far without them like how do we have a, a rock and roll Slash metal punk Hall of Fame, and not have the greatest rock band in the history of mankind, Tenacious D. <laughs> it's the greatest band on the in the world on earth. You don't? Uh, yeah, Tenacious D. <laughs> and the Pick of Destiny. They've been around since like '94 with the acoustic show. I remember hearing them before they were anything. Before they had. Uh, their first album come out a buddy of mine was listening to him and he would bring it around and you hear like Kyle, the old versions the pre-album versions of like Kyle quit the band and really I think it was probably from the HBO show yeah which is severely underrated and really good too but I've been listening to that first Tenacious D record and it's so goddamn good and some of the later albums yeah you know say what you will I love the movie um I love Tenacious D just as a band, like all the way through. I think Jack Black is legit one of the best rock singers. Oh, he period. is, yeah. I mean, so fucking good. 
And uh, yeah, today's just the <laughs> the movie was fucking great. I think the movie will always be legendary. And actually, I didn't know about Tenacious D until after watching the movie and hearing the albums. And then I went oh, no back shit. and I watched the HBO special. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah. I'm, that first album is great. I, just, I can listen to that anytime. Which album was it where he had like the, the music instructor... And it was just Jack with a Spanish accent. He was like, no, you do not pick up the guitar like this. You pick up no, the guitar. No, that's way later. That's oh, like okay. uh, Rise of the Phoenix, maybe. Ah, oh, all right. Gotcha. That's much later than like, you know, the best song in the world. Tribute. Yeah. <laughs> I think is the most, is the, like legitimately the best idea for a song I've ever heard. You know, like this song is... <laughs> is a tribute to the best song in the world and we played it we can't remember how it goes you'll have to take our word for it but anyway this is a tribute to the best song ever <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> that's fucking great man that's like that's probably number one and by number two is red alert boss metal <laughs> yeah but that's not by tenacious D. <laughs> no i know but writing a song about a oh. boss metal zone is also cool <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. Just the concept of it. See, now I'm going to be having that song stuck in my head again. Yeah. Like, I got like little word plays and music and shit. Like, they just get me. Yeah. Like, the song, one of the songs I was learned on bass, a uh, fucking off the new Fall Out Boy record, uh, Hold Me Like a Grudge. Like, just the idea of Hold Me Like a Grudge. I'm like, oh. Dude, that's that, that is awesome. Like, that would make a great rap line, too. Yeah, like, a whole like, motherfuckers like grudges. But uh, what do you got this week, sir? This week, I'm taking it back. Uh, we did talk about new metal last week, but I'm going to bring like my first introduction into new metal, corn. Uh, yeah. And that's one of those that it's like we, we, you wouldn't have to even say. Yeah, right? like <laughs> fucking corn, of course, man. Yeah. Um, their first two albums really, just like, amazing. And I wasn't that big on Follow the Leader. It had a couple of good songs, but their first two albums and then let's see, Issues was good. Untouchables, they went in a different direction, but I still enjoyed it. It was it was like pop, but very heavy, hard pop. And mm -hmm. I was into it. Take a look in the mirror, like kind of almost a return. Uh, See You on the Other Side, I was definitely not really a big fan of. Um... And that untitled. It me for a long time, but that one, is it the latest album they put out? Like right after his wife died? Uh, The Nothing? Yeah. Yeah, probably that one. They got really That album's fucking right rocks, dude. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I like that album. Well, I even like the new one, man. The one that Requiem that just came out. The, I thought that one. was good. Hmm. Um, Serenity of Suffering was pretty good, too. Uh, Paradigm Shift eh, is kind of okay, but like most overall, they've had a lot of good records. They they were kind of got weird for a little bit though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to be credited for the the new metal thing, whether they are the the Patient Zero or not. But I can't express how important that album was, and like just the waves that that album made. I remember. Oh, yeah. In 1994, being in like seventh grade, I guess, eighth grade, seventh grade, probably. 
And this kid had that corn, that first corn album, and Tools fucking Undertow. Oh shit! What a combination. And we heard both of those fucking. That was like when those bands hit, you know. And all of a sudden, then everybody was wearing like the Tool shirts to fucking school, <laughs> you know, with like the old school ones with the fucking wrench and the nuts and everything. Yeah. And those bands just hit, man. And I heard them like they both, both of those bands kind of blew me away, man. Because they were so fucking interesting and new and yeah, and like they had an amazing take on things. Like I remember the first time I heard Corn, and they were playing Blind, and it was of like course, yeah. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" He was like, "I don't know the chances. I'm so blind." I was like, "Holy shit, this is heavy as fuck." <laughs> oh, totally to start an album. Yeah. Of your debut album, too, right? Right, right. That, the first thing anybody hears of it is like, okay, the build, you know, the symbol, the pin in it, you know, like, okay, the bass comes in. It's like, you know, for, for it to fucking build to that, you know, or even go, just like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. You know? It, it was kind of like an undertow. It was more subtle, but it was still like crazy because nobody that I know of had heard anything like it at that time where on the scene, I don't know, it was just weird. Like our scene, we had new metal with corn and then we had like Marilyn Manson and then fucking tool. Like, and especially when tool dropped enema or anima, whatever the fuck it was like that thing just killed everything, man. It was like, that was the album of the year that people were playing for like fucking years later and it still was like shit. I remember Hooker with a Penis and like people would constantly play the shit out of that song. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about corn. Yeah, yeah, we haven't got the tool yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is that is it the best opening track ever of a of an album? It is. Of a debut album no less. Like I said, I can't put that into fucking the new younger people have to take themselves back to you've never heard this band before and you hear that build and it builds no are you ready it's like when it kicks in <laughs> it was oh man like i can't. tony you know we're like 30 years later man 30 years <laughs> later and it's still, i still if i listen to that song i'm like let's fucking go you know? it, yeah i would be it's like are you ready god damn it was so good yeah. I would liken it to someone like first hearing the Beatles and falling in love with like that music. Well, that that's what it was for me and Corn, man. Like I feel like anybody, like if that fucking, you know, if their head, like your head just goes to that opening riff of Blind when it kicks in. Oh yeah. Fuck man. I mean the whole album rips though. There isn't a bad song on that album. Uh yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, there's a song titled with a word that I can't even say, but I mean, <laughs> like we used to sing the bridge of that and be like, to all the motherfuckers that think that I'm strange. And I mean, it's just like, I don't know. You can't fuck with it. It's unfuckwithable. Yeah, my favorite Corn album's Life is Peachy, though. Really? Yep. Yep. Because it's the fucking heaviest most raw just fucking ass kicker of an album so when they went the other way i was just like let down (laughs) (laughs) on their third album they went the other way (laughs) it's like let's let's play happy music 
bands do that. Um, we'll talk more about this in the future, but to people who know what I'm talking about, Vision of Disorder in print is this heavy as a motherfucker album. Great. And then we anticipated for the next one that going even farther. And it didn't. It went the other way. Just like that. And it was like... So... How many yeah, albums yeah, did, a, did they have before they came, before they became Blood Simple? Or like before the one guy left and formed Blood Simple? A bunch. For the Bleeders, self-entitled, imprint, from Ballista's Devastation. Oh, shit. I, only, I, I thought those. they had a couple and then they moved on to other things. And they came back. But I an album a couple of years ago. We'll talk about Division of the Sorter in, in <laughs> yeah, due we'll, time. We'll get to that. I assure you. I assure you. So there you go. That is the show. We thank you very much for listening, supporting, uh, being bad motherfuckers. If you like my shit, you can hear more of me, Suplex City Limits podcast, live every Sunday, noon Eastern YouTube, on demand everywhere else, talking pro wrestling, waking bacon, shaking. Waking bacon is shaking. Yeah, waking bake, shaking bake. Uh, on Twitter at Suplex City Limit, I respond to everything. Um, also, the Instagram for Suplex City Limits. Ever, you can find me if you want to talk to me. You can find me. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, check out the Federation. Also on the channel, Tyler and Travis Fudge uh, talking classic pro wrestling. Thoughts of those dudes? Like, there's crazy fires encroaching on their city up there, and it's like touch and go whether they're gonna have to fucking evacuate the city and shit. So, God much damn. love to our boys. Yeah, hope that stay safe, boys. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, and also uh, check out Midnight Mass Creature Cast. Yeah, Midnight Mass Creature Cast. This week we cover Ghoulies. Um, yes. The audio got kind of fucked on the second half, though, because that's when my computer died. Um, so, yeah, I put a little disclaimer on the audio there. You know, on the second half of the show, that's when I'm talking through a telephone, uh, cell phone, not a telephone. <laughs> So, yeah, the audio is fucked on the second half, but hopefully y'all will still enjoy it. Well, there you go. Fucking ghoulies, man. <laughs> awesome. Ghoulies. Shout out to Break the Apocalypse podcast, Planet Rack and Tour. Yeah, much love uh, to Mr. Dirk. Or not Mr. Dirk, maybe it's just Dirk. But if you still put us over, man, we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to the Eskimos. Uh, much much love to uh, everyone who's still sticking with us, man. 90 episodes. We did it, boy. Shout out to the lemurs. Shout out to the motherfucking manatees, yo. <laughs> Shout out to the manatees. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Until then, as always, hail fucking Satan. Hail thyself. <laughs> <laughs>